Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JP. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JP. Okay, all right, it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. You've started your day in the right way. Let's talk sports. This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. My friends, and a very good morning to you as we settle into the conversational mix here at what? Just a few minutes past seven o'clock. If you're listening later in the day, that's totally fine. You're looking down at the dashboard or wherever you're tuned into the show on the home front, throwing it on the Bluetooth. Thank you for making us a part of your day. And uh, look, it's flexible. It's light on its feet. You get 90 minutes of live local sports talk each and every morning, Monday through Friday, which I mean, that's that's a good chunk of change there for you. Sticking the Razorback piggy bank. And then, of course, Saturday postgame coverage all year round. Football into men's basketball into SEC baseball. We are only two weeks out from the start of SEC baseball play. And isn't that something in its own right? But we're getting closer to that. We'll talk a lot more baseball in the Days and weeks ahead as Arkansas continues its 12-game homestand. The Hogs dominating, grambling, 21-1 to the other day. Didn't really prove much to you, really at all. But uh, chance to get better. Get some different guys' looks. Get the bats going, which was a concern in a major way, certainly in Arlington. And we'll talk some more baseball with our guy Big D, Dennis Metters, Siloam Springs who does his Omaha's Fireside Baseball Podcast, and I look forward to getting him in the mix here in a little bit. So Big D, half an hour, we'll talk some kind of reflective style on the weekend in Arlington and look ahead to where we're headed the rest of the way this year as we get that done here in the mix. Real NWAJB, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Find us where you want us, right? I'd be live for the morning program and of course the chat functions inside of it just add a little something extra into the mix I certainly think so as well um, alright to basketball we go and, and this is where we are I mean it's not done yet might say unfortunately but this is the job I have to do is to talk about it each and every day so that's what we're talking about is it's still February my goodness happy leap day y'all happy leap day what a weird human concept that is and yet without that leap day i mean the earth would spin off its axis and like float into the sun or something i mean all kinds of crazy things would happen you need that leap day to balance it all out really what would happen is the calendars would make no sense anymore they'd ultimately just slide all over the place so we add the leap day how about that the fact that scientists were able to figure that out 
that we need a leap day to keep this stuff in line. It's it's kind of amazing. A lot of smart people out there. A lot of dum-dums in the universe. For sure, a lot of dum-dums. But a lot of smart people out there in the universe as well, including every last one of you, obviously, who's in this sports talk radio room right now. Basketball. Yeah. I wish I had something better for you. As a guy who's been excited multiple times over now about what he's seen out of this Arkansas Razorback, uh, Razorback basketball team, he got so far as to tell you that, to hype it up, to be excited about it. It does dishearten me and at least give me some pause before I try to do it again right now. Because every time I've thought that I had this team even remotely figured out, I was proven wrong. No, I did not. It's a basketball team that doesn't make sense. The coaching staff is having a terrible year. The players, I mean, there's just no consistency. And now you find yourself in a spot where you're thinking about next year and the future already. Like, how do you fix this? Is it fixable? Can you get it back on the same page again? And... We'll see what happens. I mean, hogs are going to do everything they can do, but that doesn't mean that it's going to happen for you. And I think uh, you find yourself right now trying to come up with answers. Yesterday's show, I asked you point blank, what is must need to make this better next year? And that's assuming that your head hog is coming back, which I believe he is by all accounts, by what I hear. I believe that to be the case. I don't know. What does Must need to get it back on track next year? Better players, better staff, more NIL and donor money? Something else entirely. 65% of y'all, Twitter and Facebook, two out of three of y'all, I guess that's what, 67% with the Facebook factored in, two out of three of y'all say better players. And it's too easy to blame it on the players. Too easy. Oh, they just didn't perform. But who put the players on the team? That's a rhetorical question for a reason. You think about the staff around the players and what they're capable of. Can you incorporate some different pieces on the bench alongside you to strengthen that? I don't know, but you're going to need to. And then you hear talk about all the NIL stuff. Has that ship already sailed? on Eric Musselman and the Arkansas Razorbacks. So the, or do they still have the big money support? I mean, I look at the courtside seats and they're still all filled up. Is that going to be the case next year? If there aren't significant changes made? Also, how do you make these changes? What do you do to get your your team going again? Is it just, oh, go, go buy better players? I mean, how about developing a handful of in-state guys. Like I look at this Arkansas Razorback basketball team this year, and it blows my mind that we've not seen more development from guys like Joe Pinion, right? The Moralton native or Layden blocker, the little rock native. It blows my mind that Bay fall, you know, it's six foot 11, almost seven feet with his shot blocking prowess that he's not able to find his way into the basketball games more often. That doesn't really make a lot of sense. Blocker gets the most run out of those young bucks, but it hasn't been a ton of run and it hasn't been consistent. I think some of that is the staff feels he's not ready and they want to give minutes to veterans who are a little more 
I guess, physically capable. But when I watch Blocker, I mean, outside of the shot, which is kind of broke, and that does limit him. He's not a great jump shooter yet. But he attacks the rack with reckless abandon. He's a great open court guy. I mean, get up and down kind of like Devo and finish on the break. And he's an elite defender already, at least approaching that status. I'd like to see him play more. Frankly, I'd like to see all these guys play more. And I've had some issues with some of the in-game stuff out of Musk this year. Certainly, you know, yesterday I was all over the, um, you know, the lack of, of, of situational substitutions, some of the mistakes there, the lack of, you know, sticking with some of your core guys early on. I think Musk lost Kale of Battle for about six weeks there. And, and that's, you know, that's time you won't get back, like Battle said on the show yesterday. So it's a tough spot. Question of the day today. If there's a player you want back most next year, who is it? And it doesn't have to be one of these four. I mean, you could write in Tremont Mark. I just, I find that highly unlikely. He he will be playing professional basketball somewhere next year. I've got to imagine. What about Trevon Brazil? What about TB2? What a long, strange trip it's been for him this year, huh? And in his career at Arkansas. Can you imagine if last year's team had had a healthy Brazil the rest of the way? I mean, doesn't mean they necessarily would have gone to greater heights, but maybe he was playing as well as anybody in the league and really just starting to emerge. He's not been the same player since. Doesn't have the explosiveness, isn't playing angry with a chip on the shoulder. I mean, where are the authoritative dunks? What is Brazil doing? I don't understand. If the knee's not right, if you're not right, then don't play. And if it's right, then go as hard as you can. But this kind of hedging your bets in the middle somewhere, where like you're not quite sure whether or not, you know, you're all in or all out, it doesn't do you or your teammates any favors. I've seen a very timid, very trepidatious performance. Out of Trevin Brazil this year, just has not been, certainly hasn't been all SEC first team stuff, let alone uh, the guys now fighting for minutes in the rotation right now because they're not easy to come by. And where you been all year, my friend? Where you been? My goodness. So thinking about next year, and you have some guys in the pipeline, certainly uh, uh, Jason Shelley coming, uh, Terry and Burgess, you got some pieces, but. It's going to be work with them. And you're going to have to, I mean, whether people like it or not, you're going to have to find some new targets in the transfer portal and make sure you go and get them because you have no choice. That's the way the world of college athletics works now, more like professional free agency than ever before. And hopefully Muss does a better job of envisioning the way player-personnel relationships are going to work. I think sometimes we get caught up in, oh, these guys will just get along. Well, they're on the team. They'll just figure it out. You got to be more involved when you're putting them together. The personalities have to fit. And if they don't, I mean, it's not going to work. Obviously, case in point, this year's team. So better work in the portal. Bringing along some in-state talent. Keeping guys. You got to keep Layden Blocker. You can't let Blocker leave. There's too much potential there. Keeping guys like Blocker and Fall, I mean, you got to get Fall bigger, stronger, and turn him into a player next year. You just don't have enough bigs to throw away recruits like that. Pinion, I mean, I feel like, unfortunately, that ship has sailed. 
Um, he's had so many chances to get time. And, and when he's gotten a little bit of time, he's looked good. But I don't know what the deal is. Musk just seems hesitant to put him in there in big spots. And I think that has come back to hurt them a little bit too because you are not certainly running a surplus of, of pure shooters here. <laughs> That's not what you're doing. So you would think that you'd, you'd see a little more Joe Pinion getting run out there. I'm getting some really good write-in votes for Tremont Mark. Hey, look, he's got a year of eligibility left. I would be stunned if Tremont Mark came back to Arkansas next year. Um, dynamic shooter. Seems like he's peaked out in college. I think the whole program is ready to move on from everyone. Um, I don't even know who you want back next year. I mean, Debo Davis and Trevor Brazil were supposed to be fan favorites going into the year, and now they can't get out of Dodge quick enough. So you want you think Tremont Mark wants to come back and be a part of that? I do not. I do not. But hey, what do I know? If all of a sudden you got a connection and Mark really wants to stay and there's the right NIL money, I mean, I would take Mark back. Don't get me wrong about that. I'd be interested in, in Tremont Mark coming back, but it would have to fit. It can't be all about him. I think he was part of the one-on-one problem that this team had most of the year. They didn't fit together. Question of the day. Hog Hoopster, you want back the most next year. Some options up for you on the board. Brazil, Blocker, Fall, Pinion, Mark getting right in votes. First couple hundred votes are in already. We just posted this up about a half an hour ago. Twitter, Facebook, get in on it where you want to get in on it. All right. Okay. Is it okay? Good. I think it's going to be all right. About 15 minutes in. Basketball, because you got to do it. Hogs getting ready for Kentucky. You're down to your final three games of the regular season, and then one or two in the SEC tournament. And I think this train wreck will finally mercifully be at its destination. And that destination is no postseason, just none. Can't see you being in the NIT. That wouldn't even make sense right now. For who? For what? Right? Um, Hogs with Kentucky on Saturday, on the road in Lexington. And, um, you know, Rupp Arena will be rocking. And 1230 on the tip, okay? So we'll have your people's postgame show, ETA, 3 o'clock, an hour of conversation time. To break it down, we'll go YouTube, streaming it from the Bunker Studio. And, of course, uh, here on Podbean as well. And right after the games wrap up, it's kind of awesome. That's one of those things I don't miss at all these days about the local radio deals. You're always waiting around for an hour or two for our postgame shows. And, you know, I've been doing these things for going on 20 years. You wait an hour or two. That's a lot of time spent waiting. Now we just cut out the middleman and we get right on the Bluetooth for you there. And we're breaking down these games as soon as they wrap up. And I am digging it. Let me tell you, I'm digging it. All right. Appreciate every last one of you and our tremendous sponsors for making this thing happen and keeping it free for you, the people. The best things in life. Some of them still free, I guess, right? Why don't we take our first break in the morning? We'll come back. Got some headlines to work through. And, of course, baseball with a 12-game homestand. And spring football practice now just a week away. Unbelievable. On a leap day. Yeah. February the 29th, 2024. The month that will never end. February just going on and on. That's all right. March tomorrow. Um, and we're getting through it with you today. Quick break. We're coming back. Thanks for being here, y'all.
A to Z Golf Cars has moved, but it still has the same awesome customer service and phenomenal inventory you won't find anywhere else. Northwest Arkansas's go-to golf car spot for over 20 years. Neighborhood cars, cruisers, course cars, first to the ball or last to the ball, roll up in style with A to Z. Repair work with quick turnarounds, too. Now located at 483 North Highway 62 in Rogers, two miles north of the city airport. Call 479-273-9229. Need to lose 100 pounds this year? Don't restrict your diet. Forget joining a gym. Instead, lose the weight of that cheating spouse of yours. At Mock Legal Solutions, there is no hourly billing. You pay one flat fee for your divorce. Call today, 479-769-1505. And let's be honest, it's closer to 200 pounds, right? Mock Legal Solutions. Real advice, reasonable price. Shogun of Fayetteville for a special experience every time. Best Japanese cuisine around, they have it all. The sushi is top-notch, but everyone's talking about their hibachi grill. The chefs are incredible. It's delicious and entertaining at the same time. For recruiting, celebrations, or just a good old date night, Shogun of Fayetteville has never let me down. With the scenic view of Fayetteville from the hill by the mall. Full menu online, shogunfayetteville.com. Hey guys, you've been feeling a little bit lower energy of late. The motivation's down. Well, it's time to take control of it here in 2024. Bioidentical hormone replacement is state-of-the-art and Dr. Mark Olson is the only one around focusing on BHRT and his treatments. If you want to feel better, this is the year and Olson Clinic is the place to get it done with Dr. Mark Olson, now located at 5501 Willow Creek Drive in Springdale. That's right off exit 69 off I-49 online, OlsonClinic.com. Builders Direct Lighting offers quality lighting products and solutions for all of your project needs. They buy directly from the manufacturer with no middleman in sight, passing the savings on to you, the customer. From a small office space to a large warehouse, indoor or outdoor, we do it all. Yes, we can even light your pickleball court. For more info, visit buildersdirectlighting.com or call 479-256-0461. Good friends, you've been a huge part of this thing growing here in the first six going on seven months of our operation. I told you it's going to take a year or two for us all to get comfortable, get the word out, and uh, obviously the technology continuing to get better all the time. But uh, leaning into it, leaning into the curve, so to speak, and wow, 101,000 of y'all here in the first um, first half year have found it. That's awesome. And so many folks on the daily, we're talking approaching a thousand people between the live and the downloads. And look, I mean, it's not a million people. It is not going to change the world, but it's a nice community, isn't it? And certainly it's fun to see it grow and try something new. And I just can't say enough about how supportive y'all have been. It's just uh, gets me pumped up every day. So thank you all for your positive energy. It means a lot. And I'm trying to bring it back to you is what I'm trying to do. All right. Um, other items, Arkansas Razorback women's basketball. I don't think you're going to the NCAA tournament this year. Hogs home for South Carolina. It's been a long season. 
for Mike Neighbors crew. They just have never found their swagger. They lost, uh, what was it, Pine Bluff early on. I think the writing was on the wall. Do you make a change at head coach there? If you're Hunter Juracek, do you think about doing something different with your women's basketball program? Seven years with Mike Neighbors. You haven't won a single tournament game yet. Seems like the program's regressing. I think what it comes back to at this point is whether or not you think women's basketball matters. Because if it matters, you make a change. If it matters, you try something different. And if it doesn't matter, then you just ride out contract extensions out the wazoo. And every time somebody says you should make a change, you say, we would. We gave him a contract extension. So we can't. I think Mike Neighbors is in that boat, right? Didn't Hunter Yurchak him a contract extension through like 2028, 29? I'm not making that up, by the way. I think he has like four more years on his deal. Wow. South Carolina tonight, senior night for the gals. It's amazing how we got to walk on eggshells when we're talking about the ladies, right? Even though they are Division One athletes, right? Essentially professional athletes at this point. Guys, man, people are brutal. Just blast them. Say whatever you want. I'm not saying I do, but I see people do that. Gals, mm, you criticize. People don't like that very much. These are ladies. Okay. Okay. But sports is sports. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm going to leave that fight alone for now. Um, Eight o'clock tonight, senior night for the Razorbacks. So Michaela Daniels, you give her some love. She had an interesting career. Mike Neighbor says her legacy is intact moving forward. I'm not sure exactly what that means. But um, yeah. South Carolina is the number one team in the country. I don't know how many they're favored by or if you can find a spread on this game, but I would favor South Carolina by... 29 tonight, 29 and a half. And then the gals are at Ole Miss on Sunday at three o'clock to end their season SEC tournament. After that, they'll probably be in the NIT or something. I would think. So that'll be fun. Basketball. You're down to Kentucky, LSU and Alabama. The gals are six and eight in the league. That's better than the men who are five and 10 in the SEC. Kentucky 1230 on Saturday. Guys will do their senior night next Wednesday. I guess that'll be for what? Devo? Will it be? That'll be a weird senior night. Jalen Graham would be would count as a senior. Makai Mitchell. Okay. Will count as a senior. Does battle count? Battle counts as a senior. I guess like most of the team will be seniors. LSU, six o'clock next week. Usually that's some kind of a send-off for your crew. Something to be proud about. Uh, I don't know. And it's really going to feel like a proud night for a lot of people. But that's next Wednesday. And then you're at Alabama next weekend, 11 a.m. to close it out. That's just not going to be pretty. And that'll be a wrap. Three games left. Then the SEC tournament. Hogs look like they are pretty much destined right now to be one of the bottom four teams in the league, which would force them to play a Wednesday night game in Nashville, one of those first four games, like the pigtail games early on, that they reserve for the scrubbiest teams in the league. And that's where Arkansas will likely be playing. So you're going to have to win, count them up, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday Mm -hmm. in a row. You got to win five games in a row in five days to win the SEC tournament. And that right now is your only way to make the big dance.
Now, I love March Madness. I think it's the greatest sporting event in the world. So I'm going to be all in. That's like I'm all in on all sports all the time. That's why I do this professionally. I'm addicted. I have a problem. We know this, right? But I would think most of the listeners here in JB land, y'all are pretty into the NCAA tournament too. I know a lot of y'all. I've met a lot of y'all. I hear from most of y'all at, at some point, you know, on a semi-regular basis. We love the NCAA tournament with or without Arkansas being in it. Now it's way more fun when the hogs are there. Don't get me wrong. Way more fun when the hogs are there, but it's fun period. Just is. It's the greatest tournament in the world. Don't throw any of this World Cup at me, Dewan. It is not the World Cup, my friend. That's number two, a distant second. Stacy with Olympics. What? That's not even, I don't even know what that is. Not even close. All right. Uh, baseball. Oh, you took three out of four against James Madison, two out of three down in Arlington, although it felt like you should have swept the weekend, but it wasn't a bad showing. Seven inning, 20 run rolled, grambling on Tuesday. Start of a 12 game homestand. We'll talk with our guy, Dennis, in Salem, a little more in-depth about it coming up here in a few minutes. Murray State this weekend, 3 o'clock tomorrow. Weather's supposed to be great this weekend, by the way. 3 o'clock tomorrow, 2 o'clock Saturday, and 1 o'clock on Sunday. I'm talking temps climbing. Today will be cold again. Temps in the 50s, but tomorrow in the 60s. Saturday, we're talking 70s, and Sunday, you might touch 80. So beautiful weekend for baseball. First weekend of March. I'm pumped up for it. And again, our people's postgame shows for baseball starting in two weeks with SEC play commencing against Missouri. St. Patrick's Day weekend around the corner. Uh, homestand will continue with Central Arkansas next week, UCA, and then McNeese State for three. So you're playing followed by Oral Roberts, and then into the SEC. Missouri, Auburn, LSU, and Ole Miss, your first three series of the year. And you were home for three out of four of them. Home for Missouri, home for LSU, which would be great to close out March. Home for Ole Miss. How about that? So at Auburn, home Missouri, at Auburn, home LSU, home Ole Miss, your first four college baseball series of the year. Other items. Out there in the world of sports, uh, Luka Doncic is only 25 years old. How about that? Triple-double for him. Must be nice having that guy as your franchise player. Uh, Mavericks, 9 over 500. They look like a playoff team to me. Doncic, 30, 16, and 11 last night. Kyrie at 29. Recent pickup, P.J. Washington getting in the flow. 23 for him. Gafford at his best game as a Mav yet, 25 minutes off the bench, 13 points and seven rebounds. Good to see that out of DG. And what else do we have for you? Denver over the Kings by 21. Denver starting to heat up again. The defending champs look like they're going to be awfully tough to beat. Just another day at the office for Jokic. Messed around and got a triple-double. Jamal Murray, 32. It's just, it's ridiculous. And the Lakers come back from 20 down in the fourth quarter. And storm back. 34 for Bron Bron. Oh, he's 40 years old and he's still doing this. 34 for Bron Bron. And uh, they overcome the clip joint. So Lakers win by four. Spring training for baseball already in full effect. MLB starting earlier than ever now. So that's coming up quick around the corner. I'm fired up for it. We'll see what the, uh, what the Royals and Cards and Rangers can do. Of course, Texas, your defending champion. 
this year. And I think that's, you know, you find yourself in a point now where you're obviously of the mindset that baseball is a sporting event that people love when it's a diehard kind of thing. People love it when it's their go-to, right? But they don't necessarily get fired up in the offseason to talk baseball like you do football and basketball. I don't, I don't really hear that. I don't see that. Maybe more and more with college baseball these days than you used to see, but not like it used to be. Not like when it was the only show in town in the 1930s and, you know, people didn't have internet yet. Back then it was horse racing, baseball, and boxing. These days, does anybody care about boxing? Go down to Oakland for a little horse racing. Baseball? I'm talking Major League Baseball. Popularity-wise, in the national kind of consciousness, it's never going to be what it once was. But it does mean you can't enjoy it. And for the diehards, it's coming. It is coming. What's opening day this year? I think it's the 20th. Let me look at that here. Let me pull that up. You got some international games around the corner, too. And uh, they've done more and more of that, kind of like the NFL, where these games will get played in Europe or Mexico City or wherever as they expand some of the uh, some of the slate. Yeah, last week of March, it's starting earlier than ever. That's crazy. All right, um, seven forty. Baseball starting up. NBA just a month out for the playoffs. You got hockey headed towards the postseason, and then I like Terrence pointing out. Spring football, baby. Spring football, one week away. So we are closing in on that. And Arkansas Razorback football with a new offensive coordinator. I don't know if you've heard of this guy. A man named Bobby Petrino. Calling the plays, working with the quarterbacks. Keep them away from your your wives and your daughters. It's going to be interesting. To watch him and Sam Pittman get along or pretend to get along, I am still highly skeptical about how that's going to work out. But hey, it's going to be an interesting spring, at least from that perspective. All right, we need to hit a break. Uh, quick timeout. Dennis is warming up in the bullpen. Mr. Metters joins us. We'll do some baseball talk next. Herman's Rib House on College in Fayetteville. A tradition like no other around. When you're looking for the best steak, chicken, salmon, something for lunch or dinner, Herman's has your back. This year is their 60th anniversary and the food keeps getting better. Perfect time to stop by and check out their revamped menu, the Dustin Omelette, a personal favorite. Herman's in Fayetteville. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook for more info. Stop by and grab some grub today at Herman's, celebrating its 60th year in business in 2024. Hi, this is Tim Stanley, a longtime local business owner in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm super excited to be a part of JB's new adventure into the digital broadcasting arena, and I had to be a part of it. I also wanted to inform the listening audience that I bought Business World in Little Rock, so now we have more of a full state coverage, just like JB. It's important to be part of his future, or our future, or your future. Call me at Business World, a TDSID company, at 501-374-7000. Golden Corral of Fayetteville features a legendary endless buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to feast the fam or to feast yourself. Enjoy over 150 menu items. Their all-you-can-eat steak is my favorite. Hand-cut USDA top sirloin. Their bakery game is strong, too. You name it, they got it, and they make it good. Golden Corral, a place with something for everyone at a good price. Conveniently located where college meets Maine in Fayetteville. 
See things in a better light with the folks at New Light Electric. Residential and commercial services. They do remodels and additions, electrical upgrades and repairs, LEDs, installation of hot tubs, vehicle charging stations, and more. If you're looking for the folks who have the best touch, these guys are the lighting experts. They literally do it all, and they can add some light to your life, too. New Light Electric. Like them on Facebook or call 479-220-2836. Hey, folks, this is Matt Chambers with Blue Kangaroo Packouts. We know bad things happen, and we're here to help taking care of your contents and possessions when disaster strikes. Covering Northwest Arkansas and North Central Arkansas and the River Valley, accidents and weather happen all the time. When it does, we have your back. Moving, cleaning, warehousing, cataloging, tracking inventory so you don't lose a single personal possession. More information is online at BlueKangarooPackouts.com or give us a call at 479-879-9696. Everybody get up! going on spring football in a week baseball season revving up it feels a little preseason like it's your pre-sec season two weeks out from that team getting some work in here the next couple weeks let's get into that also do some recap work on arlington as well with a good friend dennis metters from siloam springs long time great friend of mine and program and always good to hear his voice big d can you hear me okay how are you buddy hey i've got you great this morning jb Fantastic. Hope you hear me as well. I do indeed, and you sound good. And let's just do one thing at a time. Tell me about uh, Arlington. First, the trip itself. How was it? Well, I'll tell you, we had an amazing time. It was mom's birthday weekend as well. So we doubled it up. Birthday celebration, baseball, uh, visiting with some great people. I spent quite a bit of time visiting with some of the players' families, uh, some just great baseball fans. How about Hog fans compared to Arlington's past? Because that's become a a tradition really in recent years, right? And tell me about the turnout. How did it compare to some other Arlington crowds for the Hogs? Friday night was great. I thought Saturday night was probably the best crowd I have seen in the three seasons we played down there. And I want to shout out Oregon State fans. Oklahoma State is the closest campus to Arlington, and Oregon State fans outnumbered them two to one. I like that. I like that. Oklahoma State fans—they travel okay. Cowpoke fans? They did not travel. They did not travel well at all. Okay. How about Michigan? Uh, any I, any Wolverine fans? I'd say Michigan players' families. Okay. We're about their crowd. What do we think of Globe Life as a ballpark? I've not been. Y'all have been like so many times now. What, what, do, you, what do we think of that stadium? Because I used to really like the ballpark in Arlington. How does it compare to the, to the old one? From the outside, it's not much to look at. It looks like an aircraft hangar or a warehouse. But once you get inside, it's really nice. Uh, the one thing I will say... With, with it being college baseball, they didn't have all the concessions open. Mm. So you only got a sampling of the concessions. That's a good, hey, 
That's a fair take too. Is I didn't get the full culinary experience, but judging by your uh, some of the pictures you sent me, you still ate your way through Texas, right? You still did what you had to do. There's a Virginia Steakhouse only about a mile and a half, two miles from Irving Globlot. Took mom out there for her birthday dinner Thursday night. I had to push my plate away to save room for dessert. Dessert was a molten lava cake. Oh, yeah. With vanilla bay ice cream on top. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. You had me at molten. I mean, you really did. You had me at molten. So you cut that open and, and that center, hot fudge center just oh. spilled over your plate. Miss Megan literally, you know, I'm sure she's if she's driving now, she's listening and she is she's fantasizing about this dessert of yours. How about the weekend itself? Two out of three ain't bad. I know that's how the saying goes. The pitching was historically great. Everything you've said about this staff seems to be on point. They are loaded. But the offense seemed like it had some of those old issues again, scoring with guys on base. And obviously you felt like you should have beaten OK State in 14. What was your overall kind of grade for the weekend for the team, Dennis? Uh, I definitely gave the pitching an A+. Plus. Even the bullpen pitched well. That They gave up a few runs, but I think nine over the weekend. So it wasn't a terrible weekend. The defense is where I think the, the, the glaring headlight is at right now for me. Defense traveled. Ours obviously didn't travel. So, and that should get better once Stove gets back. For now, though, it's a working process. And that's the one glaring issue I want to see get worked out as we go. Defense, yeah, defense. Real quick on defense. Sprague lot playing third right now was not the plan. That's just this team trying to deal with a Stovall injury. So for anybody, you know, who's criticizing how they look on D, this was not this was not the way Dave Van Horn drew it up. Right? This is them reacting to to a big injury. And it is. And me personally, I'm not a college baseball coach. I would have left Holt at third. I would have too. And I would have too. And had Sprague Lott and Nolan Souza fill in at second base. But you know what? We're not the coach, right? But I agree with you on that take, Dennis. That's a good take. All right, offense. How worried are you? Everybody talking about the offense. Come on. I look at Globe Life last year and look at how the offense did. Like Caleb Cowley, he hammered the ball all fall all along. And he was over 30 before he got his first hit. Most of these guys, if you look at it, this is the first time they've played in this environment, this atmosphere. It's going to take them time to adjust. I saw right up the other day that at the same point last year, or, or in 2022, the offense, the team offense was batting 222. Right now we're at 248. So I'm not as concerned about the offense as I am the defense right now. Mm-hmm. I just, I look at the tendencies they've had to leave guys on base. And I don't know if it's, it's the approach at the plate or they're swinging for the, I mean, yeah, that gets, yeah, it's back to approach, but maybe it's too much swinging for the fences. You saw Oklahoma state use that squeeze there to beat you. 
Um, you and I have been watching this team forever. They used to play a little more small ball. It's a big, let me say it like this. It's so early and they're going to smash everybody here the next couple of weeks at home. The teams are playing. So it could be an aberration, but this is a big year for Nate Thompson. You and I know that he's a phenomenal recruiter. One of the best in the country, but some of these issues with runners on base have persisted. I'm just saying this is a big year for him. That's all. I'll leave it at that for now. How about that? Here's here's the one thing I will say about the offense. We've had 23 doubles so far in eight games. I mean, you're factoring in Grambling, and there correct? Was, you're factoring in Grambling. Factoring in Grambling. But 23 doubles, that's, that's an insane number. As long, if we can hold that pace or stay close to it, but always thinking about Tim and always keeping him in our prayers, strength, uh, and just that's the Lord to lay his hand over Tim and and lay his hand of healing over him and get our guy better. I love it for for him and his whole family's sake, and for hey for all of us too. As Dennis and I obviously feel the emotions here, Tim, one of our uh, great friends on the show and on the previous show, and. Anytime one of us is not doing well or is ailing, we're all ailing, right, Dennis? So, Tim, we're with you, buddy, and we're uh, we're thinking about you. And you're going to be all good, man. Just positive things, good music, a little bit of JB in the mornings mixed in. You know, not too much haterade on the social media. I think Tim's done a nice job of just avoiding all of that. That that helps you heal. Dennis, how about a final thought out of you on that? I know you want to mention the social media. You're going to make it a point moving forward. You told me off the air. You're going to engage the trolls way less. That's one of your big plans moving forward. Yeah, a couple things, and I'll give this shout to everybody out there. If you don't think players and their families aren't reading social media, you're wrong. I had a conversation with a former player over the weekend when I was debating leaving Twitter and he asked me not to, uh, he, he would go search out my tweet just for something positive, uplifting, because I've always tried to hashtag grow the game and be positive. I, you may be critical of how a game turns out, but people tweeting just specifically at players, and saying things derogatorily about a player, their character, or anything. These guys, these guys read that stuff. And he let me know how much it was appreciated, what I did as far as my, always trying to be positive and finding a silver lining no matter the situation. And I'm not going to engage the trolls. I'm not going to save receipts. For the most part, I might say one or two. Uh, but yeah, I, something else I'm going to start doing. Yeah, go ahead. Finish your thought. At, at least once a day, I'm going to pick one of our players mm-hmm. or, or an opposing team's player. I'm going to shoot a positive tweet to him. I like it. I like it. I like the shout out for the other teams because you and I have always bonded over that. You're an old school hardcore sports person like me and like so many of our listeners. And if you're a hardcore sports person, you love your teams, but you also respect good play out of other teams. And I've always liked that about you, Dennis. That's a, 
That's a good idea there, too. I was just going to add to you real quick on the social media, and you're right to say, like, what you do out there matters. Let's not, let's not, you know, be offensive towards people. I just know that there's so much posturing that goes on, so much imposturing that goes on, right? People pretending to be other people, pretending to, you know, they post a picture, they say they're a hog fan, they put hashtag WPS on their profile, and now all of a sudden, you know, Joe bought 57,000 from Lexington, Kentucky is engaged in Razorback land. Like it's way too easy for the trolls to get reactions out of guys like you and me for that matter, Dennis, uh, especially in the heat of the moment. So I'm not saying they're not real. Some of them are just obnoxious people who need to be called out. And there are certain fights you need to take, but let's check the social media credentials. And if you have a weird feeling like this person has never interacted with anyone else before, just block them and move on, right? Just block them, move on. It's not worth your mental energy and time. It's just not worth it. Yeah. And even the ones that are real people, but all they do is look for every negative. They're still trolls because they're hiding under a bridge somewhere, typing on their keypad. And mute them or block them. I'm fine with them. I, I don't care about that stuff. I really don't. I've had so many people block me at this point. I'm just immune to it. Um, some people can't handle certain people or something about them, the way they carry themselves, their confidence or their angle, or, you know, Dennis thinks he knows I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna follow him for baseball. He thinks he knows more than me. Whatever somebody's motivation, if they're coming to the party with bad juju, bad vibes, you got to tell them kindly to leave the party. And then if they don't listen, you make them leave the party. Right? Right. Soldier. That's what you do. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you're my guy. And of course, you're my, you're my, go ahead. You're my guy. Go ahead. Our buddy, our buddy T, the ultimate troll there in chat already. <laughs> I haven't even paid attention. What's he doing now? What's he doing now? Come at oh, me, bro. I don't even know what T's doing. <laughs> One of the things real quick that I, that I love about Dennis and Tyler and Tim and Nate and so many of these guys I've got to know through this. I could just go on and on with everyone here, but y'all, especially big Papa Brian too. Y'all cut me slack. Can I say that? Like, it's hard to be a person. I know we it's hard for all of us, but when you do a show like this, as we have for so long and you have a community and you have so many different interests, it can be very easy to sometimes take things the wrong way, right? Cause you don't know where everybody's coming from. And I, you know, in case you don't know, I can be a little reactionary and kind of suits my profession a little bit. Well, Dennis, you've always been great about we're friends for life, no matter, no matter what. And, uh, I appreciate the heck out of y'all for cutting me a little slack. Let me leave it at that. I'm late for the break. We got Jermaine Petty warming up in the pen. Great spot today, Big D. Have an awesome day, okay? You do the same, JB. And uh, you can't you can't express everything in a text or, or a tweet. Sometimes it's best to get on the phone. Agreed, 100%. And that's why we do it. We'll talk next week, okay? Always. All right, brother. You, love you too, brother.